stories of how God is healing Tucson one person at a time. My name is Colleen Gilchrist and I am a member at the Village Church and I for the four weeks of Advent will be leading us through a meditation. We will be doing a Lectio Divina which is an old way of reading scripture and repetitively letting it wash over you and I will be leading us through a prayer. I invite you now into the space that you are in. Let yourself orient to it. Let yourself breathe and feel your body in your chair, your feet on the ground, the weight of your body, any tingles, any pain. May you be present to it, knowing that God is present to it. And Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us, with you in it. Take a deep breath in through your nose. May Jesus be Emmanuel for you. And I invite you to breathe out any moments of fear or loneliness or tension that maybe you're alone or maybe this pain or discomfort will overtake you. We just breathe that out. We breathe in hope. And we breathe out our despair. Advent is a time where we celebrate the coming. It means coming or arrival of Christ. We celebrate the first coming as he came as a vulnerable baby. And we anticipate his second coming when he will come with power and authority and will transform our world. During these four weeks, we have lit Advent candles, and maybe you have done it with an Advent wreath with a physical candle, or maybe you've lit candles in your mind and your heart, or maybe you've found a really cool YouTube video of candles being lit. I invite you now to light your candles. Light your first candle in your heart of hope. Hope that light is bigger than despair, fear, pride, and insecurity. Light your second candle of peace. Whatever the water might be in your life right now, maybe you have turbulent water, turbulent water. Maybe you have peaceful water. May you just find rest in Christ's peace. I invite you now to light the third candle of joy. Joy in the hope and the anticipation and the good news of the disruption of the story of Jesus being born in Bethlehem. That that is our deepest reality and that is our hope. And this last Advent candle is love. Light the candle of love now. As you're lighting your candle, what does your mind go to as you think of love? 
maybe you think of when you were young and an adolescent and just so passionately in love with your first boyfriend or girlfriend. Maybe you think of, and this is what comes to my mind, the sacrificial love of a mother who is wrapping her arms around her precious baby and who gives up her whole world and life for this precious little person because they are worth it, because they are treasured. What would it look like for you now to allow your, your mind to expand with curiosity of letting yourself be a baby in your mother's arms, wrapped up, wrapped up in a cute little swaddling blanket, wrapped up with a big protective arm who says, I am here. I love you. I want to regulate your nervous system. And just dwell now on the beauty of all your candles being lit, of hope, peace, joy, and love. Hmm. The scripture we're going to read today is from John, or I'm sorry, 1 John 4, and it says God is love. As we think of love, I'm going to read over us um, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and onward. But instead of saying love, I'm going to say God. And let yourself be curious and feel what you feel in hearing that wash over you. God is patient and kind. God does not envy or boast. He is not arrogant or rude. He does not insist on his own way. He's not irritable or resentful. He does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but he rejoices with the truth. He bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. God never ends. Hmm. What a beautiful picture that God is this tender, patient, kind, forgiving mother who just cradles and swoops us up, not holding wrongdoing against us not punishing us, not looking down with these furrowed eyebrows, but instead embraces us in the tenderness of love and the tenderness of Jesus coming as a baby to validate and to give dignity dignity to our human experiences and longings. I now am going to move into the Lectio part of this meditation. I'm going to read 1 John 4 over us, and I invite you to just see if there's a word or a phrase that strikes you. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. 
anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. Hmm. What strikes you in that? You are called beloved. Does your mind go to a time when someone tenderly touched you, touched your face, your arm, and said, beloved? God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. God wants you to have love, to live. And he is that loving mother who is willing to sacrifice everything for you to have love. I'm going to read the passage over us again, and I invite you to go a little bit deeper. Hold more curiosity and deep, deep kindness to yourself of why these things strike you. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. What do you think of when you think of being born of God and knowing God? Do you tell yourself, I know God, I have been born and am adopted into his kingdom and his family as I am born of God? I can love others because God loves me. God's love is manifest. It is on display in this whole world among us. As Jesus was sent, his only son, that we could live through him. How is God inviting you to live through him in this place of love? And love binds all the others together. It binds our hope. It binds our peace. It binds our joy. Because God's love is made complete in Christ as he walked and lived among us. As I think of love, I think of, I think of my own mother. I think our mothers see our best and they see our worst. And um, in a time of frustration, I, I have this memory of just blaming all of my problems on my mother. And in, in that moment, I, 
you know, a natural response would be to push me away or to tell me to get my stuff together or um, to distance. But I have a memory of my mom drawing me in close and taking me to lunch and asking me questions about my life and pushing in and, and her hugging me and cradling me and, and giving love and dignity that I can extend, that I could extend love to myself in my brokenness because she loved me. And then it enabled me to love other people when other people get mad or get frustrated or do things that are just not living in their true identity. Love inspires love. It is patient. It is kind. It holds no record of wrong. And that's God. How does that strike you? What stories bubble up into your mind of times that you have been deeply, deeply loved? And often, we feel the most loved when we least deserve it. I think back to the story of an infant in his mother's arms. The mom's not saying, you know, be calm and be pleasant and be good and I will cradle you. No, often the mom cradles you as you are in chaos and extends love. How can Jesus extend his love, his transformative, transcending, deepest, truest reality love to you right now? Maybe you're angry at him. Maybe life's not working right now. Maybe it's really hard and really stressful. How does Jesus want to come alongside you and regulate you in love? As he is among us, God saves. That's Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. He's staying with you and taking you to lunch. I am going to read this passage one more time. Let it wash over you. May the Holy Spirit make it true for you. And then I will pray for us. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. Jesus, I just breathe into this passage and I thank you for your word. I thank you that you are the manifestation of God's love for us, that you humbled yourself and came into this world as a weak, vulnerable, dependent baby because we are loved. You walked among us and taught us and gave dignity to every human experience as you experienced it because you are love. And you died. Um, You died a shameful death 
being mocked, being scorned, being beaten, abused, falsely accused, all the things in our humanity we really don't like because we are loved. I pray for my people, anyone listening to this podcast, I pray that they would know in their deepest moments of just wanting to do better, get it right, perform, that they can have peace and hope and joy, that they don't need to do anything for they are loved. May we sink deep down into our identities as the beloved, that we belong to God. We are born of God. We know God because we are loved. And I ask that that would inspire us to love one another. Give us eyes to see those before us and how we can love them. Because Jesus is born in Bethlehem. He is our deepest reality. He is our joy and our hope. And so our external experience is not where our hope is found, but it is in you. And we are loved. Jesus, I thank you for this Advent time. And I pray that you would root us into you. And that these words, hope, peace, joy, and love, would not just be nice words that we talk about in our Christian circles, but that they would hold such power by your Holy Spirit and be true of us, that we are people of hope, of peace, joy, and love. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to Healing the City Podcast with Colleen Gilchrist. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook.